Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about how to hire an architect. Architects come in all shapes and sizes, and the decision of how to hire this architect versus the next one's not an easy one. It's not straightforward. That's what we're going to be driving into today. The first question is, how does one architect differentiate against the next one? The first thing we usually look at is their creativity. Some of the past projects that they've worked on, we look at their portfolio. Before you even consider hiring an architect, you need to understand what are the various constraints that an architect needs to balance in order to come up with a gorgeous, functional, cost-effective design. Often, these requirements that are at complete odds with each other. So it's a matter of finding a balance point of something that is both buildable, meets the building code, cost-effective, and is going to be functional and beautiful. Architects are like doctors, like lawyers, like any professional. They have a tendency to specialize in a particular type of project. Architects tend to specialize in things like commercial buildings or residential or maybe office buildings, and they typically don't gravitate beyond their area of specialty. It's just like having a neurosurgeon. If I'm going to have brain surgery, I want the guy that does two a day, not the guy that does two a year. It's only through the practice and repetition that you get really good at something. And to work with someone who's a real specialist in that particular type of project. Before you can hire an architect, though, you need to write down a set of functional requirements, sometimes called a specification. And that document is an outline in detail. It's what you require the building to do from a functional perspective. Without that information, the architect is going to go off into the weeds and may create something beautiful or maybe something even aesthetically stunning, but not very functional for what it is you need it to do. When you have that clarity, it's very straightforward to determine quickly whether an architect is going to be a viable candidate for your project or not. We've often put projects out to bid from different architects, and we've been able to determine fairly quickly whether an architect was a potential fit to a project or not. We went through this very exercise very recently. In fact, we received proposals from several different architects for a new project, and none of them actually turned out to be suitable. And how we determined that was by having clarity on what the final product needed to do. When we understood that, we saw the proposals that came in from the architects, it was obvious they either did not understand the building code for that particular class of building, or they just didn't understand the functional requirements. So I don't want to spend weeks or months of time for them to learn how to build that type of project while I'm paying the bill. I want someone who's an expert in building that particular class. They're an expert because they've done it before, and we're confident because we've evaluated their design capability. We've seen their past work. The most difficult thing to assess when you're dealing with an architect is how they manage the project execution, because that's ultimately where the rubber hits the road. Projects, at the end of the day, need to be implemented in a cost-effective and timely manner. If they're not good project managers, if they're not strong at paying attention to detail, the project is going to go through a lot of stumbles. You're going to end up facing a lot of change orders. You're going to find things that the building inspector is going to flag on inspection that weren't caught necessarily at the time of permitting. You're going to see designs coming back from the city requesting additional details, requesting changes to compliance with the building code, and that's just going to cost you time and money. Sometimes the most creative people are free thinkers. That means they're not necessarily the best people at paying attention to detail. So you want to assess the architect, not just the individual, but their entire team. Have they structured their team in such a way that they have a good complement of people, people that are really good at the creative stuff and folks that are really good at the execution? It's that attention to detail, the dotting of I's and crossing of T's, making sure that the letter of the building code is met at every single step along the way. And finally, is the architect 
going to be the person that's managing all of the different engineering subcontractors. For example, the civil engineer, the structural, the plumbing, the HVAC. Is that going to be under the direction of the architect? Or is that going to be contracted independently? And that's a key important decision to make. I've had experiences that when the architect designed something that was not designed hand-in-hand with the structural engineer, and it's not working hand-in-hand with the general contractor, the net result was something that was far too expensive. And we had to go through multiple iterations to value engineer the final product into something that was going to be economical. So when we evaluate an architect, we look for someone who not only has the creativity, that aesthetic eye, but someone who can balance all of these conflicting functional constraints all at the same time. It's a multidimensional problem and it's highly complex. What we look for is someone who demonstrates the ability to navigate their way through that complex maze. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.